Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a Fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. Uh, slight change in the studio this week. Uh, I do still have Mr. Emotional here with me, Baron Cross. Good afternoon. And uh, as ever, I'm the stat man, David Monday. But we have some, some sad news to bring you that our gut man, Jack Ball, uh, is out injured this week with a tooth slash gum injury. Has an unknown return date. Uh, so we've asked Ben Dinnery for a bit of an exclusive on when he might be back, but we can't, <laughs> we, we can't say just yet. Uh, in his place this week, making his first start of the season, uh, is our What's On reporter, Richard Amofa. So say hello. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, we, we're very delighted to have you here. Um, we, we want to, uh, the first episode of this we did, we wanted to make sure that everybody felt they could relate to the people on the podcast. So, so we're going to kind of start this week by giving our food taster at the Herald, a bit of a grilling, shall we say, okay. um, to work out you know, sort of, you know, what you're about when it comes to Fantasy Premier League, what you get up to um, for the Herald. So let's start with that. What is it that you do for the Herald? We obviously work on sport. What is what it do you do? I do? Well, I uh, can answer that in many ways. Uh, <laughs> well, I like to watch some reports, so I look, you know, cover food, culture, entertainment, music, etc. Um, obviously, big interest in football as well, don't we all? Um, so yeah, all, all good fun, I guess, you know, when we're doing all the new stuff, we're doing nice, fun, fun field activities. I've got to admit, um, you do a lot of Facebook Live videos tasting food, and I have to admit, like, I'm quite quite jealous of the fact that your day sometimes can just be like, oh yeah, Richie, can you just go and try out this new burger down at this new restaurant in Plymouth? <laughs> it must be a nice gig. It, it is. It's, it's good fun. I mean, it's not, not good for my waistline. Not <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I might have to try and get a gym membership for my, in my new, uh, new salary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, you, you obviously have a bit of a sporting background as well. I'm, I'm right in thinking, um, do you, you have an award for something? I can't quite remember what it is. <laughs> yeah, so that's year. Um, so it's like young student journalist or sports journalist of the year last year. Nice. Um, which, yeah, it was nice. Um, so thank you for... Uh, <laughs> well, we want to make sure that the people on the podcast have a bit of, you know, credibility, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not just a random <laughs> Exactly, yeah. He, he knows what he's talking about, although, well, we're about to... We're going to talk about your team in a minute, so you can decide yeah. for yourself whether he truly does. But um, the, the only thing we want to also settle is what you're waiting on the bonus points nickname is, so that if you ever do come back, you know, we can make sure that we can introduce you in such a way. Actually, I'm the stat man, I like my numbers. Baron likes to get either very happy or very angry. Jack, <laughs> obviously, exactly. Jack, obviously not here today, is a gut man, makes all of his decisions literally based mm. off the biology of his stomach and nothing else. Um, you know, talk us a little bit about what your management style is for Fantasy Premier League. Like, what's the first thing that comes into your head? You know, it's a new game week. What are you mm. looking to do? Well, I mean, you know, you know try, try and fill my attack with you know, as, as much potency as possible. Don't we all? But, um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I'm sloppy with it, but I like to make a team at the start and then just like see how it goes throughout the season. Oh, right. I like to let it flourish like, like a flower. <laughs> what people should know is Richard's brought his laptop in to look at the team. I love, <laughs> that, I love that dedication. Like he's, he's probably well, brought it in. It's now. either dedication or I can't remember who's in my team. No, no, no. I know my team by heart, but you know, I need to, you know. Yeah. Well, you mentioned um, you mentioned earlier on today that you haven't made too many changes this year, and that you may or may not have forgotten your deadline. Is that true? Yeah. So on, on some occasions, especially for the Friday night games, oh, I've been caught out, which is quite cool, really. So on that, if you politely leave the podcast, that'd be great. No, I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, so we had a bit of a chat before we decided we want to call you the sleeper, simply because okay. you're you're one of these people who likes to set your team up. You don't like to make too many changes. Mm. 
you know, you're not a knee-jerk reaction under kind of the radar. guy. The, under the radar very much. Every now and then you forget a deadline, but don't we all? You know, a lot of people do that. My dad still does it, and I text him every week. I'm like his alert service, and every time there's a Friday night deadline, I text him, I say, there's a Friday night deadline, and he forgets. So, I, need, I need like a notification on my phone, yeah. I think, just to, just to remind me. So, absolutely. Well, we can provide that if you like, okay. but for now, if, we, if you're happy with the nickname The Sleeper, I'm, I'm I think, I, I think we can count. The Sleeper among us. There we are. It's not, bad. It's, not bad. It's, it's not every day you earn a new nickname, so, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely yeah, cherish yeah, that. Much worse, so. So, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> um, so, what we obviously always do next is we look at how the most recent game week has gone. Um, so, um, and we also have a forfeit as well. And thankfully for Richard, he actually beat at least one of us this week. So he hasn't just come straight on the podcast. Can you just... imagine if we brought him Oh yeah, Rick, do you want to come on the podcast? Oh, it's great fun. Right, now you're here. Can eat you this chili. Eat this chili, eat a fish eye, something like that. So you, you beat me, so you know, you're fine. Yeah, we can reveal again, unfortunately, and I have calmed down a bit now. I went very emotional over the weekend. I've lost again. And uh, Jack, I can't believe it. Uh, I know. This guy that writes the article I know. is literally. I know. Well, I mean, I'm still. I think I'm still above Jack in the work league. I, I am above Richard as well. I should point out that too. So I'm at least above a few people, and I'm still above um, Andy Phillips, who obviously has a very good track record in the league as well. So there's things to be encouraged encouraged about. But yeah, it didn't go very well for me this week. Um, do I need to? I don't know what my forfeit is. Baron's decided something. I think I, it can, may can, involve me. Can we talk me. about how well I did? We'll come back to that in a minute, because <laughs> Baron is having and one opinion. hell of a season, one hell of a season. But I, I, I'm, part of me is worried that uh, me talking about my team is part of my forfeit, is that um, right? Because I don't know what it is yet, and we're waiting on, we're waiting well, on you to I reveal. We need, we need a bit of context, so, so obviously Jack is, Jack is not here this week, and he's, he's laid low, and I'll be honest, Jack and David are the forfeit masters, oh, we are. it's not really my forte. So. This, this season, I would say, <laughs> this season we are. So um, I've actually been up in, in Blackburn, um, I feel like I feel quite jet lagged. I've, I've been. <laughs> I, mean, we, I departed Plymouth for Blackburn on Tuesday morning, and I, I got back about an hour ago because we we covered Plymouth Argyle up at Ewood Park last night. So, not had a lot of time to think about it. We're very very busy. So on the way back, I've been frantically thinking <laughs> about ways I can sort of spoil David's afternoon. Oh. And um, without delving into our food stores, I think. Good idea. I think. I think We've eaten far too much what, food. What would, be, what would he really hate to do, or what would what would really hurt him? And I was. No. I, I just. I'm thinking a Twitter bio might need to change. Twitter bio is going to change. Ooh, okay. Ooh. So, uh, at the moment, it's something generic about sports journalists, isn't it? And uh, yeah. you're 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 building a following on, on Twitter. Very it's much so. Sort of FPL writer yeah. slash yeah. podcast host, yeah. and they're, they're flocking to me. At I the think moment. we need to uh, we need to just take that down a notch. Right. Okay. That's so, fine. Uh, That's if you, fine. If you can if you can pull up Twitter. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm thinking uh, we change the bio for the next seven days. So, uh, for a week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah when that's when we fine. Come back into the podcast next week. We can have that's, four more. That's what I can take. Do you mind if I just copy paste what I've got there so I can put it back next week? No, Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Um, Surely a few, a few tweets have to go out notifying people of this. <laughs> Richard, I, I like saying. your style. Yeah, Thank you for coming in, and I do like that style. I was actually we thinking will, that in my head, and I wasn't going to say. We will be publicising the bio change. Oh, dear. Oh dear, right, okay, so I'm just opening up Word now so I can just paste my code, because I do not want, it's very quick, because you, you obviously have a character limit, it takes you a long time to pull that together, to get it both, takes craft, to, to take FBL, to get FBL, Argyle, PAFC, Reading FC, who I support, Miami Dolphins, my NFL team as well, to get them all into a bio that says something that also says that these views are my own, so that I don't get our newspaper into trouble, that takes a lot of hard work, mm. so right, that has been copy pasted, so Baron, I'm open to, um, please reveal all, 
edits from Richard, but I was thinking maybe something as basic as hashtag FPL fraud. <laughs> because David's basically churning out all this FPL content Absolutely. day by day, telling mm. people what they should be What's doing, doing the stats, mm. and it is not working. <laughs> and I, think that, I, think that, I think the public needs to be told what they're doing no, when they're, this man writes an article. I think that's what's on there, to be fair. I think that's absolutely Are we good with that? Do you think I, I, think so. I, was, I was thinking we could make it longer, then yeah. it becomes a bit too blurby. I think, actually, you know, let's just keep it succinct. I am David Monday. Hashtag FPL, one word, okay. separate word, fraud. Yeah, oh, you need to get the hashtag in, don't you? Because yeah, everyone, yeah. then if people say FPL, they will come up in their search. So, well, so, so I am David Monday, the, FB, the hashtag FBL fraud, is that right? I just think, I just think... Or just I am FBL fraud? Oh, just like by itself. Oh, maybe the I am. I am. Or maybe just, maybe just hashtag FBL I am fraud. I am an hashtag FBL fraud. Space fraud. And the... Uh, or the, yes, okay. The, yeah. <laughs> I am the FBL fraud. I am the FBL fraud. And then full stop. Full stop, yeah. Uh, ignore my articles. Ignore, shall I go all my articles? Uh, no, we want to get some hits for our girls first. Ignore my advice. I think that's a... Uh, ignore all my advice. Well. <laughs> this is better than I thought. Make sure I'll, you I'll, save it. Oh yeah, no, I will say, I will, there will be confirmation. You can come around and watch me click save. What I will just say is, if the, if the articles do take a drop this week, are you are you happy to go and answer the questions yeah, of Paul well, Burton already? If, if you're... If you're <laughs> If you were to maybe actually start heeding some of your own advice, oh. you may you may see some better points yeah, in mean, this position. That is true. I mean, where has it all gone wrong? That's so far. Well, well, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get on science. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on science. Many other lights. Right. So, so we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll come on to why this has happened in a moment. Okay. You want a just confirmation of I am the hashtag FBL fraud. Ignore my advice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm and I've clicked save changes. Thank you, David. And Thank then you want me to tweet as well. Let's do a tweet. So, should I just put? I'm currently in the process of screenshotting your new. Bio. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Um, so should I just copy paste my new bio as a tweet? I think so. Well, I think we should start with um, just to alert everybody to my right. my new uh, my new bio. Just to alert everybody to my new Twitter bio. Full stop. Full stop. Um, people need to know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it gives on like a coming out statement or something. People need to know the truth. Uh, I'm an FPL fraud. I'm a, I am a hashtag FPL fraud. Well, uh, well, the FPL fraud. I'm the FPL fraud. Ignore all my advice. Uh, I still have 20 characters. Oh, okay. Twitter well, hasn't bestowed upon me the honour of having 280 just yet. Yeah. I suppose they will, they will go to the immediately upon seeing this tweet, so that will tell them all they need to know. So. Um, we could put a couple of emojis in there. Yeah. Maybe like me crying or something, or ignore all of my. Or a couple of chilies. There's a chili emoji. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> up to you. Up to you. Up to you. Twenty characters. Up to you. Yeah. We'll have. I think. I think we'll have. Um, what, How about the eye? Yeah, I think the eyes emoji. You're more of an emoji man than me. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we, we're a big fan I of the eyes emoji. I think yeah. The, yeah, eyes chili works well to know if it's a bit of theme. I love how people can just say the word eyes and we all know. What we all know what it is. Like, yeah. Ooh, eyes <laughs> chili. Maybe maybe the uh, the poo emoji. Oh, yes. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So the, chi- the, ooh, the chili and the poo. Perhaps the, ooh, that's ooh, that's dangerous. That's pretty disgusting. Yeah, well, I'm, it's it's my forfeit. So I will do whatever. Actually, chili, chili emoji. I'm searching for it. Is that a hashtag? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. You need to get a GW9 in there as well. 
Oh, it's well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hashtag GW9. Yeah, that's fine. For maximum exposure. Yeah. No so there's a chili and then the poo emoji. My wife's gonna love this. That's her favorite emoji. <laughs> she bought her sister a poo emoji cushion. Oh yeah. It's oh, very much like a very yeah. Very comfortable. Seeping into her. Right, so we've got, just to alert everybody to my new Twitter bio, people need to know the truth. I am the hashtag FPL fraud, ignore all my advice. I emoji, chili emoji, poo emoji, hashtag game week nine. Tweet. There we okay. go. Bang. Tweet, there we are. Oh, there we go. Come on. Already up there, already. And I know this will be killing him in three or four days. Would you, you smiling now. Would you like me to uh, retweet that from the official Herald FPL account? Wow. That was, that's that's a very, very good move, yeah. Yeah. And I think on that note, I think I know I think retweet as, well. as well. Here we go. Bang. Um, I might not retweet it from the official Plymouth Herald one because I don't know where they stand on poo emojis. Yeah, probably don't. But, we'll, but we'll, we'll wait. You know, if someone on news desk wants to retweet that. Confirmation. Sure, it should be fine. There we are. The retweets. Um, yeah. So, um, Jack, if you're listening, I hope we've done you proud. <laughs> I hope you're g- silently giggling to yourself. Oh, how good this is. Oh yeah. Well, Steve, yeah, yeah. Smiles through the. Well, well, I probably won't be smiling actually. Um, Right, so Richard, you asked me that. You asked me the question. <laughs> that bio is so good. <laughs> I'll let everybody have a bit of a giggle. <laughs> uh, I'm not just laughing. You asked me the question: How did this happen? Yeah. Yes. Please, What's please, gone please. wrong? What's gone wrong? Well, mm. to answer your question, a lot of things right. have gone wrong. Right. To start with. Well, yeah. Well, we Find should talk about it. We should talk about that. I know. So right. the right. So we talked last week. You should, we should remember. We talked last week. We really talked about the fact that defenders seem to be, on average, getting around the same sort of points as midfielders. Mm. Uh, bearing in mind that the defenders are cheaper, I thought, well, and obviously score more for scoring a goal. I had people in my team like um, Robbie Brady, who was just doing nothing. Yeah. Tom Carroll was also doing very little. Eyes emoji. Yeah, well, we'll come on to Tom Carroll in just a moment. Yeah. Uh, obviously, my, my, I have to admit, on paper, I was actually, I actually thought it was quite a good team. I don't normally play five at the back. I just rotated this week. Yeah. I had a back five of Ben Davis, more eye emojis, uh, <laughs> Kieran Clark, uh, Sarah Klazanak, Carl Walker, yeah. and Christopher Schindler with Fabianski in goal. So I actually thought all of those players were they stood a good chance of getting a clean sheet because Swansea and Huddersfield don't score many goals. So having a Huddersfield defender and a, and a Swansea goalkeeper, I thought, would get me a nice Basically, little nil-nil. Um, you know, Arsenal away at Watford, I kind of wasn't expecting Klaasnack to get much, but maybe an attacking return, exactly. City, obviously, at home to, yeah. to Stoke. Walker and Davis for your bankers. And Davis at home to Bournemouth, I'm thinking that's a clean sheet all day long. Davis, as we've said before, he his average position, uh, the average distance from the goal, I should say, is level with Ericsson and Ali. And when you consider it's three million less, four yeah. million less, yeah. why not? Yeah. And then Walker, get, it all started off so well because Walker got an assist. And then scored an own goal. Brilliant. Then Ben Davis didn't even play mm. because he got an illness. You know, again, how on earth can I see that coming? Um, <laughs> Swansea then scored. And to make sort of matters worse, uh, Tom Carroll was involved whilst being on my bench and having been benched for all of these defenders. So knocking off Christopher Schindler. Um, then obviously up front I had Kane and Lukaku who mm. both did nothing. And actually, I think that's a problem for a lot of people this week has been really? Kane and Lukaku. Mm. So, do you, if if you could pick, I know we like to pick them out. What was over the over the timeline of the game week? What, yeah. When was the moment, the, the real <laughs> low point where you thought, 
Um, oh, really bad now. I think Watford scoring against Kaiser. Yes, that's right. If you remember that, John, no messenger chat just exploding oh, yeah. when... when uh, I exploded <laughs> with rage. And like I said, I have just said that I wasn't expecting a clean sheet there. Yeah. It was just the fact that everything had gone so badly yeah. that the pressure to need something out of that game reason. went up because yeah. all I had playing subsequent to that was Kieran Clark on the Sunday because I didn't have Everton or um, Brighton mm. and Jack had Brighton and Everton. Um, and then I had Okazaki on the bench, so I wasn't going to get anything out of the West Brom game. Mm. So that was the moment when it, it really hit me. And, and the, the, the worst thing about this is the fact that Jack managed to have Batshuayi as his captain. Yeah. And he didn't even make 60 minutes. It's, it's remarkable. And he's Jack still being able in the end, and, and technicalities, in the end, for people to know, it was very close. And in the end, yeah. it was actually a four-point hit, which did it. I actually outscored Jack uh, in terms of game week points, but mm-hmm. yes, yeah. in terms of overall points, uh, my four-point hit. And Jack <laughs> made it very clear that, you know, he was like, oh, well, you know, if you hadn't done that four-point hit, you... I'll. But you, the maths, you still did better than you would have Exactly, because I took out Higazi and I took out Mkhitaryan, so, um, you know, it still made it, it's, it was still worth making those changes. And I can now confirm that the, the rage that I've had over the last couple of days has brought me very, very close to just resigning, resigning wow. from my fantasy Premier League team and getting replaced by Carlo Ancelotti, like, it's that close. Um, but I have not you know, I've decided to go halfway house and I've now played the wild card. So a rage wild card, people. Oh, yeah. Rage yeah. wild card. It took me, well, it took me a few days. I made, sure I, I made sure I calmed down a little bit and I missed out on a price rise for Raheem Sterling. So that's how you know that at least calm down for five minutes and I played it last so night. So much of rationale. Yes, I think the, the, the bit for me which got me was when Walker um, put the end goal in. Oh. Like initially, it gone. Th- I was watching Soccer Saturday, and I think initially it had gone through as um, yeah, it went through as a juke goal. Juke had a brace, yeah. and then uh, oh. then when Walker came through his own, I thought, oh god. Okay. <laughs> and he scored an assist. I was secretly loving it because well. at, that, at that point my week hadn't properly kicked on yet. And I, was oh. just, I was just looking for any advantage I could get. I thought, yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think I yeah. Well, so did you have a high point? Uh, well, David Silva has to be the only one because he scored against uh, Stoke, but it is tinged by the fact that everybody scored against Stoke. So, um, you, like, think, you think Arsenal conceding was worse than Harry Kane, the way he performed? Well, that's a proper like. Yeah, in, if, you, if you remove the context of the weekend, yes. Um, the only reason it was the fact that Klasnak came after timing. the main bulk of it was the timing was that I didn't have many options left yeah. and he was the one Still failed. and he was I don't know if you any I don't know if you guys saw the clips or saw match of the day or any of the listeners have seen that final goal they scored because obviously uh, was a minus one for the second goal conceded like him and Shaka were like on the edge of the box <laughs> yeah like, just like having a chat right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> just I wish everyone could have seen this satisfaction on Dave's face like on the edge of the box <laughs> and, and Tom Cleverley's just sat like it was basically penalty spot, wasn't it? And and like they didn't start. They were like, oh whoa, 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 what's going on here? Until the ball was already in the back of the net. Ran it, fine. You're in Dave's family. You stand there. Oh dear. So yeah, I mean, it was them watching that clip and seeing that Klasenak. You could have stopped that minus one, and oh, it's just it's so frustrating. I mean, thankfully the game week average, I'm not too far off it. But someone who is above it is our sleeper. You had a couple of high points, notably Manchester City, I believe. Uh, well, yes, yeah, so, well, let me get to my uh, team. So, so you can remember who's in it. No, because I've got the man of the moment, Kevin De Buena. Oh, you've got KDB. KDB has been in for a while. He's, he's been in yeah. from, from day one. So you didn't lose faith? No, no, I kept him in. I, 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 That's you know, part of the way the sleeper works. It, it, exactly. The sleeper keeps you in That is it. And, you know, I mean, because at the beginning of the season, it was more, he was getting the assist to the assist, if that made sense. So he was playing holding the field, wasn't he? But now in this. Three of roll, he's flourishing alongside David Silva, and um, he got me nine points. Uh, Christian Eriksen in there as well. 
Very who nice. star man. Ericsson is like the top scorer in the entire game. He's just under the radar. I mean, he's just constantly ticking over between like sort of eight and twelve points yeah. every week. Like, maybe get this hit here. Just do well, and you know he's another one that just accumulates points. Mm. So has he been with you since the start as well? Been with from day one. Oh, that is so good. He's yeah. like the top scorer in the whole game. Yeah. It's, it's nice to have there. So I've got I've got those two kind of bankers there. I thought mm. Kyle Walker would be a banker as well. Yeah, well, as I just explained, he's a Liverpool week and Gabriel Jesus as well. Had him in from day one. They nice. won. Yeah. And, uh, See, I like the balls there because obviously he's always been a selection rotation kind of dealt with yeah, Sergio Aguero. So did you make any transfers for this week? Uh, no, I didn't actually. Oh, okay. So the, the, you're going into that team. I went, I went into this, this week. So I had Foster and Goal, Kyle Walker, Cedric Soares, uh, Suarez, Soares. Suarez. Suarez. I just call him Cedric. Big <laughs> Cedric. Yeah. Um, Dawson from West Brom at the back. Got me a couple of points. Yeah. Deli Alley, Sterling. Yeah, second because uh, I need to get into this context. Um, Andy King there, just to pick up. Yeah, cheap, cheap option. Your yeah. budget enabler. Um, see Harry Kane was let down. He was yeah. my captain as well. Oh. You're expecting him to get a goal against Bournemouth, really. The whole yeah. nation side. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the fact that he um, and then, well, he, he was involved in in Spurs scoring at, at Real Madrid last night. I think it went down as an own goal, but mm. he got the touch before the. He did. He goes he goes and scores away at, at Real Madrid. Mm. He scored at home in Wembley against Borussia Dortmund, yeah. and he can't score against Bournemouth. Against Bournemouth, I think it's a bit of a joke, really. <laughs> he's he's a lost joke. it exactly, and um. Got young Calvert Lewin from Everton, who's uh, had a half decent season. Yeah. To be fair, so yeah, team team are doing okay. Might need to start making some more changes though. Have you um you you've not played your wildcard yet, have you? I've not, no. But is that one feels good, doesn't it? Rick? It's an option. Oh yeah. When I, oh, when don't rub it. It's good. Not club anymore. I might wait till you know the Christmas period. Yeah. The games are coming thick and fast. Yeah, it's a good time to use it. I mean, the great thing is if you wait till then, you can then use your next wildcard towards the end of the season. Which, you know, last season I had the unfortunate um, situation of needing to play that wild card mm. in January and then you just you leave yourself a bit short for mm. the end. So, you know, you know, you t- as you say, your team is ticking along nicely. You've got people who are getting consistent points. Mm. Not across the whole team, but, you know, you've yeah, got some core players there, which is good to have. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. I mean, like I said, you know, maybe a bit... Need to kind of change from this laissez-faire style of management. To, uh, <laughs> I was going to say because of where you are on the table, you're sort of around tenth, like, mm. and you you know that you miss deadlines, and you know you're sort of you're not properly on it. Like, I mean, we, I mean, I think about it myself. We're too upset. Too fair. I don't do you, really do you, think about so it. So do you, do you? Do you? I get the sense you don't care enough about doing well to then like change your approach. Like you no, sort no, of you well, do treat with very much like a game. You sort of you just sort of take good weeks to bad weeks. No, I mean I still get very frustrated when certain players haven't. Yeah. Haven't performed. Only, I don't know, maybe it's like a pride thing where I feel, oh, well, I could pick my team at the start of the season, see how it goes, and then at the end of the season, yeah, I, I, I can I, I, say, I like oh, well. look at me, I haven't changed my team. But, mm. I mean, that's only got me mid table. So there is like, a lot of merit, though, to, to fantasy football games in general being like that. I know as a, as a kid at school, we, we had a similar one like that, whereby you pick your 11, not going to subs, and you just had, it was 11 that's to pick for the season. And it's interesting how people's choices would differ if, mm. you, if you only had 11 players mm. and knew you had to last 38 games. That's very true. You might maybe have, you can maybe make three transfers in January for mm. injuries and stuff, oh, but that, yeah. that would be it. So yeah. I think 
I mean, this game is never going to change back to back to that. Now, no, but, but but I think there is certainly some merit if you had like a, a gentleman's agreement with an entire <laughs> division. Yeah, no, no transfers, lads. We all go <laughs> the same fifteen for the whole season. I mean, that's there's some merit to that. Mm. Thank you. Very, very, very kind. Yeah, I mean, and and as you say, it's, it's definitely a pride thing. I mean, the fact that Kevin De Bruyne was in that situation to use as an, as an example, where he was playing in a completely different position, and obviously me and Baron, we both we shipped him out what game week four. Yeah, um, early on. And and you've obviously kept faith with him, and in the last uh, three. Four weeks he's he scored against Chelsea, he's assisted twice against Stoke, and I think he assisted in the two games before that as well. It's effectively the best friend of the league at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah I mean, they were absolutely well. gushing about him on match of the day on Saturday, weren't right they? So. Right yeah, speaking about gushing, Baron, would you like to yeah, talk yeah, about your team? Arms all off. All over the place. Because again, another game week with a 40 average, and you've got just, 70 points. It's just ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? I mean, like, I, I freely admit, and I've always, even when I was struggling. In the past, I've said this game's got to look, and I think you know, I, if I'm doing well, I just admit I'm just lucky. I mean, all week we we were talking about. I think it seems to be every week there's just a, a city dilemma to solve, mm, and, yeah. and that, that last week it was silver or sterling for me because I think it was it was pretty pretty clear that Nixari was going to come out, and all the stats suggest you should go with sterling, but the rotation risk mm. is just horrible. Oh, it's just mm. awful. And you think there's so just what is the point in putting someone in? He's not even going to start. Mm. And um, eventually, uh, for all the, all the stuff I read, I, I was convinced. And in the end, Sterling was still only 7-9 at the time. So I jumped on Sterling on the Thursday night to get the price rise and um, brought him in. And then the next dilemma was, oh, wait, like City have got a really winnable fixture and Sterling's banging form. And if he plays, he will almost certainly return points. So do I back him with the, with the armband? And you know, it is funny, isn't it, how like, like this sort of the group mentality of, sort of the FPL community was... You, you, you captain Kane I mean why wouldn't you captain Kane yeah. and you it, you do pay devil advocate in your own head and I was sat thinking like, like is this the sort of decision I made last year that just ended with egg on my face all the time and I think why and it would come to Sunday morning and I'd be thinking why 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 are you not captain Kane when he's put three past Bournemouth mm. and you've know, lost your advantage everybody's caught you up Sterling hasn't even started he's come on <laughs> 15 minutes yeah, ago yeah, yeah. and he's got you he's got your two points because he's, he's been captain but yeah. one point so you play that in your mind and mm. you think, I just thought, no, I've got to back myself. Mm. If I'm going to bring him in, then I'm, I'm bringing him because I'm backing him to play. If he's going to play, I want to put the armband on him because I think he's in incredible form. City are scoring goals from all angles. And on what we've seen, and so it's been proved, City are a better bet at home than Spurs are, regardless mm. of who Harry Kane is. Absolutely, that's mm. definitely true. Mm. And it, but I was by no means convinced, but I thought, no, go with it. And I thought, I've, I've got a bit of advantage in the, in the mini-league, so I thought, even if worse comes to worse, I should still be in the league, or at least, you know, top three at very worst, if Kane explodes. And I have Kane, you know, so at least I'd be getting half of everybody's points. And then um, we obviously watched again, oh. we, saw, we saw the score comes in, and we... And, and now, actually, my, my highest point was actually holding the team sheet. Oh, it was yeah. Just, it was just a sheer relief, and I was thinking, oh, thank God, and I just didn't really care what else happened. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah. Scored twice. Babbling on now. He scored. Scored once. Two assists. It, yeah. um, in a seven-goal route, and he ended up being the top point scorer because it felt like Jesus was going that way. Mm. In the end, Sterling got two um, two bonus points. He outscored the rest of the City team. He outscored everyone in the Premier League at the weekend. Mm. And I captained him. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever captained the top point scorer in a game week. So I thought I literally could not have picked a better captain. And it just it came out to look. It just came out to look. I mean, like. You know, Jack, Jack, Jack was saying, you know, can't believe the season I'm having, and I can't either. I mean, I just, that, <laughs> how does that decision come off? And 
then Kane scores two, and then just to back up Sterling. The other one, I was heavily invested in Swansea, so I had Norton, Carroll, and Abraham, and oh, man. wow, Swansea just yeah. came in, didn't they? Oh, and that, that. It was literally the perfect match. Abraham that. bagged twice, Carroll yeah. assisted, and Norton got a clean sheet, yeah. and that just sort of that backed up. Yeah. That backed up Sterling, because nobody Great. else did anything. I mean, it was I had four players that returned points, and thankfully they returned a fairly decent amount. So, What, what um, was the reasoning uh, behind your backing of the, the Swans? I think I think mainly price. I think mm. all three of them. I mean, Norton. I brought him in at four five. Carroll's four five, and Abraham's five five. Mm. And I brought him in, so they're all just decent budget enablers. And mm. Swansea's fixtures have been pretty solid since yeah. the start of the season. Huddersfield um, are kind of on a downturn as well, aren't they? Yeah, lost that early season. I, I agree with what they said about like Carroll has done nothing. Not um, even an attempted assist. It's just and then been very very poor. But I just think for the price he is, I just had to play him. And Atsu was my other option in midfield, and they were away at Southampton. Southampton are pretty solid. I thought mm. Newcastle might be quite sort of defensive, so I thought you know, go with Carroll. I wasn't expecting much. And eight points he got. It was pretty incredible. Because I think he got some bonus points as well. Yeah, so he got two or one, two bonus points. Yeah. I think. So um, yeah, I mean, it, was, it was fantastic. I mean, to nearly double the average again. I mean, it's. Um, it's going scary well at the moment. Yeah. Um, well, the thing I think is most amazing about your season is you seem to be one step ahead of, ahead of everybody, especially when it comes to captains, because, mm. I mean, this is not the first time this season that you've gone against the grain on the captaincy, yeah. well, and it's well, paid off. Well, it's been the carco, isn't it? And yeah. I've gone with Kane. Well, I think it was the week that they were away at Huddersfield. I can't exactly yes. remember who. And, I think uh, United Rams Palace. That's right. And uh, everybody is thinking it's Palace at home for Lukaku. He scores in every game. Yeah. Obviously, he should be the captain. And it was the week after Kane had blanked at yes. Swansea yes. Yeah, and had been very poor for I think England as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so and, and and we were all talking in the office. Jack was saying, "Yep, it's going to be Lukaku." I said, "Yep, it's going to be Lukaku." And Bam was like, "Yeah, it'll probably be Lukaku." Yeah. We get to Saturday morning and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I have Captain Kane." And we're like, "What?" <laughs> everyone. And then to just flip it around again yeah, yeah. this week, this week again, it's like taking off the arm yeah, and then this week everyone's like, oh, well, obviously Harry Kane. I was like, yeah, Harry Kane. Jack doesn't have Harry Kane, but I think he, he captained Batshuayi, so he captained yeah. someone against Palace because he was in the contention. What are you doing? And, well, I, I have to admit, I do think it makes sense because you're away at Palace and Morata's injured. I think the problem was is that we just didn't expect he'd come off so early and we mm. didn't, certainly didn't expect that Chelsea, uh, Chelsea would lose. Yeah, so, yeah, um, but, you know, definitely, again, going against the grain and thinking... You know, I mean, I'm just I'm waiting for it to. I mean, we're only in. It's a long season. We're game week nine now. It's gonna. I'm sure it will come to a shuddering halt at some point. But I've got to enjoy it whilst I can. And oh yeah. Low point. I mean, it's a bit rich for me to say low point. <laughs> Kane. I mean, Kane. I mean, although I didn't captain Kane, that's a real bad one. Yeah. And um, I think we. I didn't really expect Lukaku to do much. It's quite surprised with the volume of people that captained Lukaku. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't. Yeah. Given how Mourinho sets up, um, Salah was a bit. Again, if it's about the same thing that Mourinho is, I didn't expect Salah much, but probably Ali or Kane were really sponsored. Ali mm-hmm. is properly, he's in the threat this week, and Gone down I'm sure we'll discuss later sort of other attacking options, but Ali is very much under threat in my team. Yeah, well, we are, we are going to come back to Tottenham a little bit later. What we want to sort of discuss first is, I mean, we've kind of already alluded to it anyway, and there's just, I mean, FPL is generally speaking a bit of a conundrum anyway and as you've uh, admitted even as someone doing very well there is a lot of luck involved oh massively um, we have over the last couple of weeks been trying to sort of pin down what this season's all about every year kind of has a different theme so two years ago it was you've got to have some Leicester players because yeah, they're Martin, cheap and they did well yeah. last season was all about Chelsea I mean this season we kind of already get the idea it's all about City but in mm-hmm. terms of building squads and allocating your budget three weeks ago we were we were all absolutely like scared to oh, death wit's end, yeah. at a wit's end over the fact that there was these six strikers who were all banging in goals you mm-hmm. had Lukaku Kane Aguero 
Morata, Lacazette and Vardy. Mm. And you're thinking, well, which of these six what am I going to put in? Yeah. They're all very expensive. I can only have three at a maximum two if I want to have a sensibly balanced squad. So everybody, you know, wild cards around that, puts all those players in and then half of them get injured. Yeah. Uh, then the week after that, so like, so last week, it, we're, we looked at a lot of stats that backed up the idea of should we play five at the back? Should we have players like Walker, Klazanac, Davis, Monreal, you know, a lot of, exp- uh, Antonio Valencia is another example. Should we, because there's no midfielders like Hazard or Sanchez who are worth lots of money and scoring lots of goals, is it worth shifting money into defenders? Because while they obviously have bigger risks, they do cost less money than midfielders. Yeah. And there was lots of stats to back that up. And then this week, own goal for Walker. Ben Davis has got an injury, uh, got an illness, and might not even be back next week. Arsenal probably at the end of their usefulness now because if they get oh, beat they're away at what? Well. So, so the question is, if it's not about the strikers, if it's not about defenders, and none of the midfielders are particularly coming forward to make a name for themselves, what what do we do? What is the thing? What, what is do the, we need to do? What is the way forward? Because I I mean I speak as someone who's wildcarding right now, and I look at the general database, and I'm like. What do I, I I'm don't working, know. Like, yeah, I'm working. Hard. I know you have good reason for doing it. Yeah. If I was doing it now, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't know what to look at or yeah. who to go because there's just so many pros and cons. And the only thing that seems certain in the world is, is City attackers yeah. and Kane to not score at Wembley. Yeah, they're about the only two things. Yeah, I mean, one thing I have looked at, and I don't know if you guys have particularly looked at these players, is I think the only thing I have learned is we just we kind of know who the kind of mid-range midfielders who aren't going to explode but will probably chip in uh, with assists and goals this season I kind of pinned down that Richarlison is almost definitely going to be one of them and the uh, Chippo Moting that's uh, right yeah Chippo Moting yeah, chipping um, in there he's, uh, he's, 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 in, he's been in there with a few assists and, and obviously those two goals against Man United and Pascal Gross as well looks like he could be someone who's worth having at Brighton yeah, Gross, Not, is, Gross is frustrating isn't he mm. you can't waiting for him to sort of just go away Pascal we know you're not going to last <laughs> <laughs> just here and there well, he's putting assists in yeah. there and yeah. yeah. assists are still good yeah, yeah, he, wasn't he like top assist maker in, yes that's right yes that's right yeah so I mean he's obviously a very quality player. Um, I think the thing with him is that I mean I'm uncertain because well, Brighton can't like Brighton have a real striker. Yeah, that's, that, that's the thing. I think the only the only advantage of Gross is the fact that um, he is central to their scoring, so they're not yeah. going to score that often. But when they do score, he'll probably be, be involved. Be involved. It's a bit like Singleton and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know he, he. I mean I don't know if I'm going to bring him in. There's plenty of others. I mean someone else I'm actually also looking at looking at being this, the word I'm stressing here is actually Wilfred Zaha. Because yeah, Palace's yeah. run is after you know whatever the next eight weeks is very nice and yeah. obviously and he's playing as a striker. He played up front, yeah. so I mean I mean that's where I stand at the moment is the only thing that we can learn at the moment well. is just yeah absolutely is that, that maybe there's some differentials but I mean as we've already said there's a lot of luck involved. Um, I mean sort of going forward um, the two of you is there any particular other than City who we'll cover in a sec is there any other sort of things you think that you're, you're going to look at in the next couple of weeks? What do you think, sleeper? <laughs> I, think, I think Zaha's a good shout because I mean you saw the way he played against Chelsea it was very much a talismanic figure wasn't yes, he and yeah. like you said with Palace's fixtures coming up he could be that, that guy who kind of drags him out of out of trouble so he might be one to, to look at and as, mm-hmm. you know he played a full game against Chelsea didn't he because yeah. he was out for so long yeah, yeah. took on that mantle almost as a, you know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to single-handedly drag Palace from where they are <laughs> Possibly. and you know his performance against Chelsea was exceptional so if he can keep it up I can't see why people won't be putting him in his team like you said just, you know, it won't be that expensive either no so he's dropped in price yeah. since because obviously he had that injury yeah, he was heavily owned at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season because but actually reasons you mentioned there he is mm-hmm. he almost has a talismanic kind of feel mm-hmm. about him at Palace anyway 
even when he wasn't playing up front, he was very central to their goals. They had a good run at the start of the season. So lots of people had him, which in turn means when everyone sells him, price goes down. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's quite a handy, to, handy thing to be, to be aware of if, mm-hmm. if you're a wildcard. That's a good shot. And um, I know you mentioned about the fullbacks. Um, I still think that they'll have an integral part to play this mm. I feel like last week was just a bit of an anomaly. Like when you look at the fixtures, like you said, Arsenal losing, Chelsea losing, mm. you know, expecting United Liverpool to be. It's important to have knee jerk reactions, isn't it? But I try and tell myself that. Like when, when people players do have a bad week, don't, don't just jump to relax, conclusions yeah, exactly. and give them, a, give them some time. Except for the actual Walker, Davis, even Trippier, you know, when Mendy comes back, obviously he's out for the season, but you know. When players of that ilk, you know, mm. they also have a big part to play in their squads. Mm. So I feel that, you know, keep the faith. And, uh, Spoken like a true sleeper, that is. Yeah, <laughs> keep the faith. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, that's, that's a good point to make. I mean, I will readily admit that, yeah, Walker isn't going to score an own goal every week, is he? Right. Ben Davis. He's just an illness. He's not broken his leg. Although so, I don't know, Danny Rose came yes. on last night. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So oh, please, oh, please don't remind me. Because Ben Davis is such a dilemma. Ben Davis has been. I I I love Ben he's Davis. He has been my boy this season. Like he has just boy. got. He is. He's had more triple. Sorry, more double figure hauls than any other player. Mm. He's not not the top scorer anymore. But he spent maybe two or three weeks as the top scorer in the whole game. So, so isn't yeah, I, I I love the guy. And he's got me. And he was behind the heat going back to. Beginning of the season, he was in from game week one for me, mm-hmm. and, and he scored on the opening weekend. And just, so to see that Danny Rose is now back at a much more expensive price, it does bring a bit of a bit mm-hmm. tear to my eye. More, more so than the tweet I sent out is the fact that Ben Davis, my boy, might be uh, yeah, might yeah, have to go. I mean, he's made me a tidy bit of profit, so that's nice. Um, but you know, hey, we'll we'll, we'll track that in, in the coming days and weeks. So um, next on my list of things is is Harry Kane, because now we're talking about Tottenham again. I mean, the question I want to ask people is if, because um, we've all got him, is that right? Uh, yes, we do. Yeah. We've all got Harry Kane. <clears throat> 12.5 million, if he's only going to score away from home, is he worth it? Are we saying that, uh, are, we, are we being given like a guarantee? Yeah. So, he, so let's say he's only going to score yeah. in 90 games. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, let's put it as a hypothetical question. He's never going to score at Wembley. I mean, he, he may, but, the, but he's obviously going to score more away this season. Is it worthwhile paying 12.5 million? That you know, he's the so well, it's 12.8 now, isn't it? Um, yeah. Is it worth paying that much money for a guy that delivers 50% of the time, all the time? To use an anchorman quote. I think I think if um, it's, it's one of these. I mean, uh, I know it's not a knee-jerk thing anymore because he's had. Is it four matches at home now? Yes, three or four. And I know that the trend is setting in, and the, 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 that, that those voices will get louder and louder. But I'm still not prepared to sort of completely remove the possibility of scoring at home. I don't think it's obvious he's going to score more away from home. I think it's likely, but I don't think it's obvious. But he's... Uh, I think it's less about what he's doing and more about what others are doing. Okay. I don't think... I mean, that's the way I see it as well. I think, as we've already said, I mean, the big misses in midfield at the moment are Hazard and Sanchez, which, is, which is, are two options where you might put the cane money. None of them are doing anything. I mean, Sanchez looks like he might be having one of the worst seasons ever. He's just <laughs> in and out of the team. When he does play, he looks sulky. Mm. Hazard's a frustration. I really want him to do something at Palace because that, that would have been an easy transfer. He's been back a while, hasn't he? And then in attack, I mean, the City dilemma is just, it's, oh, God, it hurts your brain, doesn't it? Thinking about Sergio <laughs> Aaron I mean, neither of those is perfectly suitable way of using the cane money. Right. But elsewhere, I mean, Lukaku, I mean, yeah. I think I think I will keep him. I think I am going to keep him. Uh, but yes, it's a. <clears throat> I just think he's capable of exploding. Yeah, I mean that, that's. I mean, you mentioned a very key point in there is that the trend is starting to set in because 
if um, I wouldn't have even asked this question three weeks ago because actually, as you'll remember, sure, yeah. it was Jack who was asking me and you the question because he blanked for two home games and we're sat there looking like mugs and he sat there with like Morata and, and Aguero very much the opposite and not looking like a mug and saying, well, when are you going to get rid of him? And, and my answer was, well, it's too soon to say. Mm. But as you mentioned, it is starting to get to that stage where if it, if it looks likely that he is only going to score away from home, there are other better options out there. I mean, someone who's a sleeper, someone who's not that into making changes, I mean, mm. are you feel, feeling the same way as Baron? I, I'm a bit. I think, like you said, I mean, you've given him the benefit of that last couple of games. And, you know, it does make you think, you know, should we, should we get him off? But, I mean, I've got their fixtures up here. So, they've got their next home games. They've got Liverpool, and then they've got Palace, West Brom, and then Stoke. So, they're their next five home games. Um, obviously, a couple of different directs of United, the Arsenal away as well, which he probably will score in those in those big games. He does turn up for the big games. So yeah. It does. I, I still think he's worth being in there, just because of you. Know, you know what you know what you're gonna get from him. You know that he probably when he does score, he will score maybe a brace as well, yeah. and he probably will be a star man because everyone will be waiting about him. I think I think I he's I'm all in the more exactly. positive light because I've, yeah. I am his captain for the two yeah. weeks the two most recent braces mm-hmm. and so I'm generally a bit more sort of positive about him yeah. and he's served me well and he's capable of doing that but yeah yeah I mean it, it depends how seat develops doesn't it and, yeah. and I mean I think the car I mean there's been questions about the car coup yeah mm-hmm. well United's run is, is quite tricky I mean you mentioned you mentioned City there so I think it's time to sort of um, shift onto that because I think it's actually relevant to the Kane discussion you mentioned that we, we all agree that Kane is going to score goals I mean no one is turning around and saying he's not a goal scorer I mean you know He's, he's, he scores against anybody. He's got more calendar, He's got more goals in the calendar year of 2017 than Lionel Messi. So clearly, he's a quality player. Mm. But it's that price. And if, say for example, Christian Eriksen, to sort of just keep on Spurs for a second, if he scored more points than him so far this season, if he could be more consistent, could you cover Spurs at home that way? Possibly. Mm. But the big question is, of course, if City are outscoring Kane as a unit, and you can invest in a way that means you capitalise on that, is that a better way to go? Because every single City asset... It's cheaper than Kane. Mm. I guess when you put it that, that like that, then I think it is. Because I guess you know, if you can't both. You can put him in, and then and then you can just leave him out at Yeah, I mean, as a, uh, Baron's obviously raising a good point there. You could have all of them, but I suppose I guess it depends where you you leave yourself elsewhere. Mm. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's talk about City sort of in more detail then. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, it's been this big debate: which City midfielder should I have? And uh, uh, one of our um, Twitter community friends, FPL Holly, who's probably not my friend anymore now that she knows I'm a fraud, um, had, had, had tweeted out her story. She tweeted out her story saying, you know, which, which, which Man City midfielder should you have? At full-time whistle against Stoke on Saturday, she retweeted that article with the caption, all of them. So, you know, which, which are the ones to go for? Because, you know, Sterling has got lots of points, but could be a rotation risk if Aguero is back. David Silva is there quite a lot, but he doesn't score as often. I am... Um... What do you think, Baron? Who's the one to have? Uh, I mean, speaking again, of now, now that Sterling's come in for me, I'm, I'm very, very sort of in the Sterling camp, but mm. and that's probably more of hope than um, an expectation because he played 70 minutes in the Champions League in midweek. Uh, was was actively substituted by Pep, so uh, I think starts like common, common sense yeah. would suggest that if he's if he's pulled him off early in a fairly tight game, it's because he wants him to play at the weekend. Mm. I think Sané is the big risk for those people that are looking at Sané. He played ninety. He's played. He played nine. Did he come off against Stoke? Um, I don't remember. We, we no, can no, he, scored, he scored quite late on, didn't he? He, I, he I, scored I, the one where the boy played that. Uh, Either way, he played ninety. Mm. He played ninety in the Champions League. Mm. Wasn't pulled off. So I, if if 
he's looking for a way to get Aguero in, and we think he is. Sane could well be at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the two that are definitely going to play and aren't rotation risks are Silver and De Bruyne. Yeah. Um, simply because Silver is significantly cheaper, I'd go, I'd go Silver over De Bruyne. So that I think answers that debate. So I think Silver is above De Bruyne in packing order. Yeah. Uh, and Silver is proven to have more touches in the opposition box than De Bruyne. That's true. Yeah. Um, Sterling is the what is is the is the chances one. That's why I took a chance. I mean, like he, take he, a he does play, he most likely will be yeah, the highest scoring player. Yeah. But it's just whether he plays. Mm. Um, and then the strikers one is really really difficult. Yeah. I mean, I know that people like Mark Southerns are suggesting it doesn't matter. Just get one of them because even if they come on with twenty minutes, half an hour to go, <laughs> yeah, it's probably every chance they're going to score. That's the thing um, with the city so players. How you want to approach it? Whether you want to really shoot from the hip like that? Um, it's difficult. I mean, I. Jesus got pulled. I think Jesus got pulled as well in the Champions League. So I think yeah. um, there's every chance he will play against Burnley as well. It's just it's so difficult. I think I think I think the, the, the debate we're looking at is I mean how many do you get? Yeah, absolutely. That's the big, so big if, question. If, if you were going for at least two, then I think getting silver as one of them mm. is, is not a bad strategy. Mm. I mean, a lot of people have said silver and sterling could be the way to go. Mm. I mean, as someone who's got the Bruyne, who's obviously more expensive than all of them, would yeah. you consider um, maybe downgrading him? To silver and getting sterling as well. I mean, you've got uh, Jesus too. I mean, how are you looking at City? Possibly just because of the stuff you know. You mentioned Bowen and Silver having a lot of touches in the opposition box, and I think out of the two, when you do look at that kind of position play, Silver's more of the one who mm. does get forward into the box and tries to get a few goals. But um, yeah, I guess because I've already got the boy and I've already got you covered that Jesus. Really, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I'm, I'm covered. But if I was to get one more, probably probably would be Sterling just. Probably because of his start to the season already. I mean, how many he scored? Six? Six, oh, yeah. Four, six, four, 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 yeah. as well. So, I think he would be the one that, that would be looking at, just, just based on, on form. And he's got a good record against Burnley as well. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, it's interesting that we're all, you know, now in a situation where, as you say, it's it's not who, it's how many. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm happy I'm playing a one card in many ways, whilst I'm a little bit frustrated because it's not that many obvious overall strategies I, I can I can get what I perceive to be the three best performing and most likely to start City players so if you are wildcarding this week then I think tripling up on them in any way you can I mean some people have suggested getting Edison a defender and I've then got, one got, of the strikers last week. yeah so you've obviously got Otamendi so I mean there's I mean, let's be honest, everybody would love to just have 11 City players because they're just absolutely yeah. pulling the points in. But if you've got to have three, I don't think there's a set in stone way of how you do it, as long as you've got someone, because that's the thing, they all score. I mean, seven goals against Stoke, it's not going to happen every week, but they've already scored, you know, um, the last three home games, it's been 5-0, 5-0, 7-2. So the law of averages would suggest... I mean, someone did a calculation, if their, if their goal average continues the way it is, they'll have scored 138 goals by the end of the season, which is just absolutely insane, mad. I mean, that may not happen, but it very well could because you just can't see where it's going to stop. It's just such a difficult uh, thing, isn't it, at the moment? I mean, as I've said, I think Ali is very much um, on borrowed time with me and I would love to get him out and I've got a fair bit of money I could effectively get in any of the midfielder for him, but Sanchez isn't doing it at Arsenal. There's no one else at Arsenal doing it. Hazard's not doing it at Chelsea. There's no one else at Chelsea doing it. Uh, Liverpool, I've already got Salah. Don't want to load up on more Liverpool assets yeah. than that. United have got tough fixtures. Mkhitaryan not really doing it. Just got rid of him. Yeah. So then you're down to City and Spurs. Yeah. I've got Ali. I don't really want to get rid of Ali for Ericsson because Spurs' fixtures could be easier. And I've got Kane. Just to be honest, I'm quite happy just to, just to leave it with one Spurs mm-hmm. player. So then you're left with City in the top six. City are the only side that are particularly in form and have players, players yeah. in the FPL universe that are delivering points. Mm-hmm. 
And um, it doesn't help. I mean, we've we've talked before about doubling up on teams, and you want to cover bases rather than go heavy on teams. And yeah. it doesn't feel particularly wholesome. But um, yeah, like for instance, maybe if I brought Silver in for Ali, it doesn't feel right. But yeah. points wise, it could be the yeah. right way to go. I mean, I think it's all about timing. I mean, the reason we've said that in the last few weeks is because personally, I don't like to do that at the beginning of the season when you don't have that much data to rely on. You don't want to be putting all your eggs in one basket. It's when you have more data to go on. So now that we know, then you can't stop doing that. Yeah, now that we know the city just eat goals and they've got good fixtures, and that they've got good fixtures, mm. then now maybe is the time to start tripling up. And, yeah, exactly. So um, let's uh, have a few questions from the FPL community now, and because they were pulled up before my tweet, none of them are asking why fraud is running the podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, we just got to work out who we're going to ask what. So, um, so I'll field this first question because it's about one of my friends. It's uh, from Zamar. He says, will Ben Davis play the next game for Tottenham Hotspur? And uh, my answer to that is, I, d- I don't know. And we've already, we've already alluded to the fact that Danny Rose is, is back. And it looks as if, um, you know, the fact that he went and sought out a, a Sun journalist to, you know, just rant about the fact that Harry Redknapp was a better manager that's not going to make a massive difference to Poch when he hasn't got many options at left-back. So, mm-hmm. um, is it early, isn't he? It's not, yeah. it's not an injury, is so, it? so he absolutely. could recover. He, he may well play, but we just don't know. Pay attention, as we always say, to our good friend Ben Dinnery, who basically yeah. covers injuries on Twitter for the purpose of FPL. He's a hero, so keep, keep uh, tuned in with him because he'll get the odd scoop. I, th- I think if you've got Davis, you keep him, you play him. Yeah. If you haven't got him... Don't, don't get it. Right. I think, yeah. I think that would be my solution. His, his price has risen so much now that it's possibly not worth it. Their fixtures are quite difficult. Yeah. Um, so we've already alluded to this. Let's get a definitive answer from you, Richard. Uh, we've got a question from Abdullah Al-Tazim who says, I want to sell Henrik Mkhitaryan. Um, I already have three City players. Ooh. So who do I replace Mkhitaryan with? Oh, well, if he hasn't got Ericsson in this side, then Ericsson's the natural replacement. Yeah, that's but a good Italian, Although, to be fair, he's been getting a few points, but his performance level hasn't been that great. And there was going to come a time where if he wasn't going to get his stats, people would say stat padding, <laughs> then his time would, would come. And I think his performance against Liverpool didn't really fill me with confidence. That he's been you'd need money to bank for that as well, wouldn't you? Because Ericsson's quite yeah. Much so, yeah, so, I mean, that, that's the only, uh, only a downside, I suppose, is Ericsson, but, you know. If you need to make it work, you've got to make it work. Because as you, as you, as Baron has said, that there isn't that many other options out there, and Ericsson right. seems the go-to man. You know, that's no, what you no, think. Absolutely. And I used to make guys mentioned in the past, like you know, a lot of midfield, a lot of midfielders have been bankers, like you said, yeah. the Hazards, the um, managers of this world, Sanchez and Sigurdsons. None of those guys are performing. It really is only, only Ericsson. So if you can find a way, then get him in. Yeah, that's uh, probably the way to go. So we've already given you a bit of advance notice on this question, Baron, because it's a little bit tricky. Uh, it's from Pravan Digger, who says, let's say, there's a hypothetical situation here, Harry Kane, Romelu Lukaku, Sergio Aguero, all coincidentally suffer a season-ending injury in game week nine, or rather, well, uh, let's, let's say, in training ahead of game week yeah. nine. Price isn't an issue, so who would you pick as a front three if those three were off the table? Great, great question. <clears throat> and, you know, you can, you can fill it with some big hard hitters, because the, the midfield... The midfielders and the defence have been defined. Nine. Yeah, from game week nine. Game week nine. On Rata and Aguero aren't necessarily ready. Well, Aguero would be one of the ones who's not available. Oh, sorry, of course. Yeah, okay, well, in that in that case, then. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Sergio, for getting injured again. Gabriel, welcome. Yeah, that's <laughs> an easy one. Jesus's first one down. Okay. Um, Lorente is too much of an unknown quantity. Um, 
Rashford would inevitably come in, wouldn't he, mm. to that central role? There's nobody else that. Um, there's no Arsenal strike. No, if it happened in January, then Zlatan possibly. But mm. as he's saying this week, he's just going to come in and just start wrecking the defenders. Drop that mic so fiercely. So yeah, I think although money's hard, it's a Rashford cheap. I think. Longer term, you can't ignore United, can you? So uh, Rashford, Jesus, and it's tricky. It is tricky, and in game week nine, I mean, uh, it's Chelsea. Chelsea playing tonight, aren't they? Yeah. So if you're listening on Wednesday, Chelsea haven't played yet. So um, if Morata looks fit, then I'd probably take a chance on Morata. Yeah, that that would be how I would go as well, actually, because you're covering City in a way that's not selection risk anymore because Aguero is out for the season. You're covering United again with someone who's incredibly cheap. And if they if they are playing up front in that Lukaku role, surely they're going to get goals. Lots of goals. And then yeah, Morata. We've been we've been talk, we, we were actually very happy that he got injured because yeah. we couldn't get him in our team when when we wanted to. Mm. And then oh, the FPL gods mm. dealt us a nice little uh, nice little favour. So yeah. I mean that that was very nice. But so yeah, Morata makes a lot of sense with Chelsea's fixture in the next ten weeks as well. So that's a good answer. So hopefully that answers your question, Pravan. Um, which brings us uh, to the end of the most recent podcast. A uh, couple of advance notices. Uh, next week is going to be our Halloween special. And I'm so glad you guys made those noises because we were asked by our video guy, John Bishop, who kind of oversees production of the podcast. Um, at the beginning, do you want any special sound effects? And I was like, well, probably not. But then I realised for the Halloween special, we have, we can go to town on mm. lightning and witch cackles and all sorts of things and, and, and you know ghostly noises which you guys have just you know attempted to recreate. Uh, so hopefully we'll have some of that on next week. We will also have a special guest uh, who is uh, Tom from well-known FBR podcast who got the assist. I can confirm he is not as much of a fraud as I apparently am. Right. Um, and yeah, that if you uh, if you've heard of them, then uh, you know definitely tune into that um, because. Uh, He's a, he's a good laugh, and if you haven't heard of him, then do the same because he's, he's definitely got a lot of insight. Um, and definitely check them out as well. Um, they've got a great um, podcast there. They uh, have something, well, the, the moment it's slightly on hold because he's not playing as much, called Nyom Watch. Oh, uh, of course, and Ben was. Um, inspired by that. Exactly. What's the word? Conspicuous by his absence. Yes. Yeah, we know remember watch because unfortunately he's not playing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and well, who got the assist have the same problem in that Nyom hasn't played this week, so they're sort of in two minds as to whether or not to continue <laughs> hashtag non-watch. But we, we can confirm here that it was hashtag non-watch that gave us inspiration for Mbemba, Mbemba, your fifth offender. Do, so do, do you mind if I ask why uh, well, So the reason, well, he, he's very under the radar. Uh, he always got a lot of defensive bonus points and he just has a bit of a character about him as well. I mean, you have to, I mean, we can ask, well, I probably will ask Tom next week just to give us the full detail. But from, uh, yeah, from sort of um, immediate memory, he, I don't know if you remember when he first played for West Brom against Watford after he'd left, he was just very, very good at sort of rustling up the Watford yes, fans really. in, in, in a way that was, they just didn't see coming. I mean, Neom just seemed like a very kind of shy guy, but he was just, he's, he's a big character and uh, very under the radar in that Tony Pulis West Brom team and did, did actually did very well for, for myself last year. So I do understand the, the reasoning behind giving him a good watch, but unfortunately, as we've said, both Alan Neom and Chancellor Mbemba are off the radar, which actually does remind me, we are at the moment reviewing whether or not there's anyone else out there who deserves a watch. Um, and yeah, Marak is playing a few minutes for yeah. Watford at 4 million. So what we're really looking for is, you know, and we're open to suggestions, they've got to be cheap, we've got to say is the first thing, because, and they have to be under the radar, they have to have a bit of, 
you know, je ne sais quoi yeah, about Mbemba. Yeah. yeah, like Chancellor Mbemba obviously had that. Tuxedo. Yeah, with his tuxedo yeah. and, uh, and and all sorts. And obviously Alan Nyom as well had a lot of je ne sais quoi about him as well. So if there's any players out there who deserve a watch in your opinion, let us know. We're going to have a bit of a brainstorm and work out who's going to get one of those in the future. The only other thing just to mention, of course, is that we've got plenty of stuff on the website. Um, and, and Don't read any of it because it's all fraudulent. Well, I was actually just going to point out the fact that we now have, um, some of you will know, FBL Chief from Twitter. He has um, written a piece on our website this week reviewing Game Week 8 and talking about some of the things we've talked about today. So you can definitely read that because he's definitely not a fraud. Um, and if you're brave enough to follow my, in inverted commas, advice, I will have uh, some review of the Champions League action later in the week. We'll have um, who to sign for Game Week 9, uh, who's captain and uh, potential differentials for you as well so definitely check those out and uh, on that we'll see you next week thank you for listening to waiting on the bonus points we're always happy to help you out with your fbl team so if you have any questions for our panel follow or tweet us at fbl underscore herald ben jij prijsbewust nu extra mb's bij de huawei p smart voor 14.50 per maand 100 minuten of sms's en 1500 mb internet tijdens de ben prijsbewust weken kijk op ben.nl let op geld lenen kost geld